Hey everybody, we're back on uh, live on the air, but it's also episode. I lost count of the episodes, so I won't say a number oh this week. Oh my God, Irvin, how do you always forget? <laughs> no, I, I get it right almost every week, but <laughs> this time I did not check before we started, so I won't say the episode number because I don't want to get it wrong. But we're live on 99.9 FM Hot Latin. This is the District 3 Podcast. My name is Irvin. I'm Manny. And today we got a good special guest, a friend of mine for years now. Um, I met him when he was working at the Workers Justice Center. Uh, but I knew of him because he was actually working at Sprino High School when I was a high school senior uh, at Sprino High School. Albius Latour. Is that, do you, is that how you pronounce your last yes. name, Albius? Albius Ladior. Ladior? Ladior. Ladior. Okay. Sounds you, good. You forgot the I. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And, and uh, Albius has actually been a community organizer within the Marshallese community for many, many years now. He's highly respected. And anytime that I come up to him and ask him to be a part of any project or help me out with anything he's always extended his hand and has always uh, given me the resources that I need in order to organize correctly within our community so I'm really appreciative of that but Albius thank you for joining us today it's really honored to be here and be part of the radio station today thank you and I know we're all here with our masks I know you know we <laughs> yeah yeah so we apologize because everything's obviously a little muffled yeah mm-hmm. you're as being a little bit muffled it's because of that like Manny said uh, but we're here we're here to talk about a uh, very important topic. I was telling Manny um, before we went live on the air that I personally like get a lot of anxiety when we talk about COVID. Yeah. So I literally try not to talk about it. And I also try not to look at news links. Like I look at what we need to know, you know, to make sure that I'm like smart enough not to infect anyone if I did have it or also just so I won't get infected myself. So I look at all those resources, but anything else that's like out of the general information, I usually try to stay away from. Right. Um, but I think it's important that we talk about this specifically within our communities, the Latinx community and the Marshallese community. And uh, and that's that's what we're here today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the big thing uh, that obviously we, we want to talk about is, you know, disproportionately uh, our communities have been affected by COVID-19. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at, at the rate, you know, we're a smaller number of the of the population for Arkansas. But of that rate our communities are being largely impacted um, very at, at disproportionately again. Um, Did you see that? There was that uh, news that came out of New York, how New York Governor uh, Cuomo had said that um, that he was banned, like he wanted people to be quarantined from specific states whenever they would go to their country, and Arkansas was one of those states that he listed. Yeah. Um, so they that's did very, it. They did it. Yeah, no, yeah. And, and it's most most of the states in the Northeast actually did that. Um, I actually have one of my friends. He was road tripping up to the Northeast, and uh, as soon as that uh, that came out, um, they were basically saying, "Wait, we can't rent you a room here anymore." Mm-hmm. As you're road tripping, you just got to drive straight through or sleep in your, your truck okay. or something. Um, so yeah, I mean that's that's just. Uh, it, it's scary because you know Arkansas usually doesn't make it in the news like that um, and now it's like having real-world effects obviously on, on all of us I mean I personally feel that we were rushed to go into phase two yeah I definitely yeah. think that shouldn't have happened and I know there's a lot of like a lot of details a lot of things a lot of factors uh, of things going on for example like I get it that businesses wanna like open to their fullest extent because they've been hurting during these times you know, right. during the pandemic but I feel like we have to put the health of every of our Kansans first. Yeah, you know, and we rushed to it. Texas rushed to it. Now they cl- now they're closing everything down again. So it's like, it's very unfortunate. But you know, I, moving forward, I think we have to be smart about everything. I know, and and, and I respect uh, the the decisions by by certain mayors, um, Mayor Scott and Mayor Jordan. Yeah. Um, from Little Rock and and Fayetteville, um, accordingly, they you know making the the. The, the city ordinance that you have to wear a, a mask in, in larger public places mm-hmm. um, that are indoors. Um, I respect that because people aren't doing it, you know, well, I, I say people, there are people that are not wearing their masks, right? Mm-hmm. And, and we know that the danger that that causes, we know that, you know, the CDC says wearing a mask is, you know, you're five times less likely to get COVID-19 if you're wearing a mask, you yeah. know, and so it's just, you know, it, it, it's, it's, 
those mayors taking that step is really great. Um, and I wish more people would do it, but obviously we just urge everybody to keep wearing masks because yeah. we're very much still in this. Mm -hmm. And what, what are some of the steps that you're taking, Albius, like for your own health in reg during this pandemic? Like what have you done extra that you normally didn't do? Um, mostly, Marshallese are, we love to um, ward them out from family member or for, from those that already take the COVID. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, COVID? Um, COVID. COVID-19. Okay. COVID um, some of them um, drink hot with lemon and yeah, ginger. Yeah, yeah, I heard about that. that. So we tea. hear about that and that's what we do now. Yeah, yeah. Like mostly us, we want to take it like in the morning, lunchtime, and before you go to bed. Right. So that's one of the things I like to do right now. Mm. That I've changed after the pandemic mm -hmm. uh, happened, and also it's really weird to our culture because it's ruined everything. For mm. example, we hasn't been doing church. My church, we hasn't doing a gathering, right. or we hasn't going to church because all those things they uh, they tell us the guideline is really is no use to go to church if we mm. don't do what we do like most Sunday. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the thing is really affecting me or my some of my community members. And you all, um, the Marshallese community, spends a lot of time in church, right? Like I remember yes. there was this, I had a coworker who's Marshallese and when I used to work at Walmart and um, she would tell me that she would spend the entire day at church. Mm -hmm. So she would come to work, because we worked like from, from 10 p.m. to 7 a.m., the night shift, and she would come sleepy. She'd be like, man, like I just, I'm like, I'm like what happened? And she was like, I was just at church all day. And I was like, whoa, you know? Like, so I completely understand what you're yes. saying, yeah. you know? So it's really weird to us because we love to spend our most of the time because we we are faithfully um, religious. Mm -hmm. And church is part of our culture. Mm -hmm. So it's really hard for us not to go to church. And it's really weird. Mm. Do you all really do it online? Since March. Oh, yeah. so you, do you all do it online? Uh, some of us do online. But it's not the same, Yeah, you know? it's not the same. Not the same feeling. Yeah, I, I, I mean, church for mm -hmm. me was always, it was so much about community and mm -hmm. being, you know, being there with my brothers and my sisters and being able to talk about the stuff mm -hmm. that we're, we're dealing with and, and not being able to, like, be there in person and have that, that you know, all my brothers and sisters there. Mm -hmm. That's tough. That's yeah. super tough. Not, not only that, but see your family member, friend, yeah. he, um, doing, uh, doing all those events together at the church. And it's really crazy. Change March, March of this year. We hasn't gathering like how many months instead? March, April, May, June, July now. It's five months now. Yeah. So it's crazy. It will be like every year. <laughs> yeah. I'm not gathering at the church. So it's like now most of your interactions are done through social media now, right? Yes. Social media is maybe like 90% of my time right now. That's so tough, man. Mm -hmm. like I, I know that within the Phoenix community, I mean, church is important too. Um, I mean, we, but it's not like an everyday thing, you know? So I understand that it's, it's of higher importance to the Marshallese community. And, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully we, it sounds, it sounds even like, like I can't even think about the moment when all this is over yet. Like I can't even really think about it. It's kind of sad, but I hope that, that this pandemic um, passes us by soon so that we can get back to the normality yes. of, of being able to interact with our loved ones, you know, face to face and, and have conversations. I don't know about shaking hands. I don't know if that's going to be something that we're going to be able yeah. to do. Man, I, I, you know, and it's tough for me because a lot of people in my business, they try to, they try to shake hands still. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel really rude when somebody sticks out their hand and I'm just like, ah, you know, what do I do? I've been forced to shake people's hands sometimes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, same like, here, same here. You keep the Germans <laughs> on you, you know, and I kind of like rush to the bathroom right yeah. after and wash my hands, you know, but mm -hmm. it, it does feel weird. Albius, I have a question, you know, with, with the church thing. Um, obviously, like there are, there are, I, like we talk about like the Trump rally, and uh, he was in Arizona in a big church, and there were a lot of people in there. When you see stuff like that, um, and and you talk about like, hey, you know, my church can't get together. Do you are like, how do you feel? What's your reaction when you see like a bunch of people in a in a church? Say like, there's there's white people in churches uh, still going together, or or. Uh, just people getting in those groups whenever you know your church community has decided hey we can't do this for the health of our community mm -hmm. it's weird because i'm maybe well protect 
one of those people that is real work well protected mm -hmm. wanting to like protect ourselves and our people yeah so one when, when i see it is i have two opinion on that because i see it is really not fair right for them to hold it as a group big group yeah but one is uh, um i think is bad <laughs> because it's also bad because they're not taking care of their health and other right. of not wearing masks but gathering together i'm like I don't like care, but I see that is really not good for the health of others. Yeah. So it's really. Uh, I never crazy. thought that there would be like so many people against wearing masks. Yeah. Like it just seems, you know, I feel like people think that that we're trying to make a political statement, but I'm, but I'm not. Right. You know, like I'm literally just saying like, put your mask on to protect yourself, but put your mask on to protect everybody else. You know, I know a lot of people have been saying, and I've seen on social media saying, I have a good immune system. Like, either they live by themselves, they don't care. Not everybody lives by themselves. You know, Same here with the Mars Police community. We've been asking them going live on Facebook. Please wear masks if you go outside. If you go to friend house, oh, they don't like. Oh, but I'm healthy. You're healthy, but not other. You can yeah. give it to other that are really ill and and i think that's, that's yeah the it, the big part i think is uh just the way that our government has handled it you know there's already a mistrust in our communities with the government right yeah and uh true. you know especially in the Marshallese mm -hmm. community right um but also with us because i have uh, uncles and 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 cousins that are like just they don't want to talk about government and yeah. ignore it and because it's it, they have bad uh, experiences with it so they don't listen as much to what the government is saying so there's i know lots of latinos who are like you know do we even know if, if the covid is real so there's still people <laughs> like that right yeah, yeah, and, yeah. in my community also yeah like, this is not real yeah some of the church saying that yeah and some of the church are only holding uh service mm -hmm. as we speak right now yeah, yeah only few but some of those are people they don't believe in the kofa um COVID, yeah. COVID-19. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's crazy. And that's, part, and that's part of the problem is is just uh, our government's inability to connect with these communities, right? You know, they, mm -hmm. are, they haven't put in the effort to try to bridge that gap to be able to, you know, these are the important things. These are, this is public health. Well, mm -hmm. there's, there's even issues like, for example, the governor was here, I think about two or three weeks ago, and he was supposed to meet with uh, immigrant groups to talk about like what's going on within the community and why people are getting COVID in these higher numbers, but they didn't meet with a lot of the organizations that are doing the like the, the work on the front lines. Yeah, you know, they have the they have the testimonies, they have the experience. So things like that, little things like that, can go a long way. So I think definitely with with government officials um, and the CDC that I'm, I think they're still here, right? The yes. CDC being here, like they need to meet with organizations like. Uh, like Venceremos, or organizations like the Arkansas Coalition for Marshallese, mm -hmm. and other organizations that are really like talking to people and really understanding why the, why the spread is happening. Mm -hmm. um, so one of the things that I that I did want to talk about, um, just because I've I've personally seen it, I, I have seen an increase of people that have been wearing their masks now more than ever. At the beginning, it wasn't like that. Let's say, for example, like a month ago, it wasn't, mm -hmm. um, or two months ago, it wasn't like that. Mm -hmm. I was starting to wear my mask, you know, and making sure that every time I go around to any store, even the gas station, I wear my mask. But some folks weren't. But I'm proud to say that a lot of the stores that I've been going to, specifically I mean, people within the Latinx and the mm -hmm. Marshallese community, they've been wearing their masks now. And yeah. I think that's really cool. Um, but I have gone to like some restaurants and stuff just to pick up and mm -hmm. order. And there's still folks in there, you know, mm -hmm. families that that don't have that don't have a mask on it. And, and we know that wearing your mask isn't the solution. Mm -hmm. We know that it's not going to solve everything, you know, mm -hmm. but it's it's not wearing your mask is part of the problem. That's how I view it. Yes. It's yes. not the full solution, but it's part of the problem. Part of the problem. A lot of the and, and we're going to talk about it in just a little bit. Um, the, the the spread comes from bigger issues that we have mm. you know comes from working in in factories in plants where the bosses don't follow the correct procedures and mm. guidelines to make sure that their that their uh, employees are safe mm. um, and we're going to talk about that 
right when we come back from this quick break. And Manny, what uh, what song are we going to be playing today? Um, right now we're going to listen to a little uh, band called Mark Harmony. Um, they did a live uh, recording with uh, uh, a news program. and uh, So this is previously recorded, but this is them live. Um, Mark Harmony. So enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mark Harmony with Meant to Be. And that was Mark Harmony. Mark Harmony, a soulful Marshallese group uh, from right here in Springdale, Arkansas. And they've been they've been all over the place. I've seen them in a lot of different events around yeah. the area, yeah. and I've seen them uh, live quite a few times myself. And they are amazing singers. Uh, amazing mm -hmm. singers. I think they were at Crystal Bridges. They've had live events in in downtown Springdale. The station, just, yeah, yeah. yeah Sala Museum. Yeah, okay. yeah. Killing it, killing they it. Are, I, I wish they're well known. They're well known. They are. We were just talking about, we're just waiting for that album to drop, that Mark Harmony album to drop. So Mark Harmony, if you're listening, and we'll tag you in this, we'll tag you in this episode so you can, so you can listen. We're waiting yeah. for that album. Send us, send us some music so we can play it on the airwaves. Yeah, come on now. And come in here. We'll reach, we'll reach out soon so you can come. We can interview you all yeah. here too. Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. But uh, right before we took that break, we were talking about kind of the systems that are in place, right, Irvin? Um, yeah, I mean, um, so I guess one of the biggest factors, LBS. Um, of COVID spreading within our area, specifically are the poultry factories. Um, I know initially, um, 
like there was there was cases within different plants and um, they weren't being reported and I know probably there's still some that aren't being reported right but um, I feel like this issue was inevitable because a lot of the correct I guess the way that the, that the plants should have handled this situation um, COVID um, and help and doing being like proactive and and uh, stopping the spread because it was inevitable I mean people are gonna go out and they're gonna come back and then and then while in the in the plant they're gonna be working shoulder to shoulder mm -hmm. like for years now there's a lot of things that we've talked about that the poultry factories have to improve right mm -hmm. so it's either being like the speed of the line um, people not allowed not being allowed to go to the bathroom sometimes I've heard mm -hmm. stories of folks like literally taking diapers diapers <laughs> to, into the poultry factory. into yep. the poultry factory yep. so that they could so that they could go to relieve mm -hmm. themselves Ugh. and like and not because um, I remember look back when I was 16 years old I worked at Georgie's for a summer program right and I did a lot of the same work that people that everybody else did you know even though I was like 16 and uh, it was tough you know that work i saw people come in like monday and they weren't there by friday anymore they quit wow because it was intense like yeah. and it's non-stop can't handle it yeah yeah non-stop yeah. like being in the line and of like the the chick the uh chicken coming around and you doing whatever you have to do whether you pull the wings or the tenders um and you have to go to the restroom if one of your partners next to you is gone um, to the restroom you have to wait for them to come back so it doesn't matter how bad you have to go like you like and that's just so not fair because at any job if you have to go to the restroom i don't it doesn't matter if if the work's not going to be done as fast you should be allowed to go to the bathroom so there's been a lot of and that's that's just like scratching the surface there's been so many injustices within these poultry um plants but now with with covid running rampant um, they haven't taken the correct precautionary measures to make sure that their workers are taken care of and are safe. I remember there's, I, I get pictures all the times of folks from within the plant, mm -hmm. you know, and either whether it being like friends or, um, they send me pictures of, of workers literally working shoulder to shoulder still, or workers being in a break room where they're all together or in a, lo in a locker room where they're like literally everybody's together. You know, like nothing's being done extra to make sure that these people are safe. And I hate whenever companies blame the workers. Yeah, yeah. You know what's ironic is I, I'll, I'll see like Tyson put an ad out that says thank you to our essential workers. And it's a photo of, of uh, you know, a fireman or a nurse, which, yes, thank you to those workers. But at the same time, what about your workers? You yeah. know, what about the people you employ? They're not putting those people on the ads, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it, so when are you going to put your, your employees first? When are you going to say thank you to them? What are you going to do to take care of them mm. when they're the ones that are literally feeding our entire country? Not only that, but a few years ago, I think two years ago when I was stealing um, worker assistance, uh, there was a commercial, I don't know what poultry plant put it there, out there, but it was talking about how nicely they are taking care of the chicken. Mm. And I was like, wait, wait, wait. What about the human? Mm. What about the worker? That's really un unreal. Mm -hmm. Because you guys are spending millions of dollars to put your head about taking care of the animal, mm -hmm. but not the human, the worker. Wow. That are in the front line for your uh, business, uh, company. And that's really horrible. And um, it's really sad to see that there's a lot of our workers are struggling, mm -hmm. not only Marshallese, but I know the Latino also mm -hmm. during this pandemic. And I think this should make it easier for them to get their quarantine check yeah. for two weeks. Because if they call it in, they have to wait again and call it in. So imagine you're sick, but you have to think about your uh, check, yeah. your payment, your, your utility, your kid, your health. Mm -hmm. That's really sad thing because they they think they are doing the right thing right now but they are not because i mean even even like i know each plan is different right 
I don't know if every plant has this system in place, but I know that several plants do, that they have a point system. Yes. And if you miss uh, a day of work, then you get points added. And eventually, if you get enough points, you get fired. You know, because I mean, my mom's worked in these poultry factories. My stepfather has, my mm. cousins, my aunts. Yeah. You know, I have a long... And we know the story, but still, if we advocate for them, they're like, oh, you don't know. But we know because we have family member work yeah. for them. Or, or, and or, we hear the story every there. time. We talk yeah. about talk about in our church. We talk about it in our birthday body. We talk about our gathering. We talk about everywhere. We listen to them every time. Night and day, we listen to their story, and we are tired of it. And we want to tell everybody their story, the world. Mm. And for those that, that might not know uh, more on the history of the Marshallese community uh, in regards to how they ended up here, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, and definitely add to, to, to what I'm saying, I believe it was in the, in the 40s and the 50s when the United States government went to the Marshall Islands and did nuclear testing. Mm -hmm. And uh, can you talk a little bit about the effects that the nuclear testing had and also about the, unfo the unfortunate uh, history that followed where Marshallese people still don't have access to, to health care in regards to like adults? Yes. Well, it's really unique because the U.S. Marshall Island was under the U.S. after World War II. And after that, they did a lot of testing, nuclear testing in few of our island and it there was a lot of study going on about how the radiation is being affected our land the hair and the uh, the ocean and just imagine that our island are close together and people migrate to um other islands island and mm -hmm. the uh the fish travel around also mm -hmm. just imagine that taking place to place mm -hmm. so and there was a lot of study going on and there was a lot of reporting saying that it's affected the Marshallese mm -hmm. and I don't know because the US is not listening it's not taking care of our people and there is a comeback after we get our independent there was a comeback that we can come here uh, get help go to school and live here as long as we are, we can. And one of the things is really sad is that they allow us here, but we cannot get Medicaid. Mm -hmm. It's really hard for the, the our elder to get Medicaid. And also, we, no right to food, but we are paying tax. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things is really horrible. Yeah. And I think maybe our comeback three, because this is our comeback two. So I think the comeback three that they are doing it right now, mm -hmm. maybe these will yeah. make it easy for the Marshallese. If you look at the report, our Pacific Islander have the highest number of pre, what do you get? Pre-existing conditions? To register for, to the to army. Oh, okay. So we have the highest percent, mm -hmm. the Pacific Islander, okay. of signing up to mm -hmm. be a U.S. Army. And still we get bad treatment from the U.S. government and it's really sad that they don't want to make it us in our island to get the radiation out or make everybody, all the Marshallese get treatment because they know, they know that we, everybody get radiation because our most, our elder did. Yeah. So those are the stuff that is really not good for our community as a Marshallese. Yeah, and, and so for those that don't know, if you're not a citizen, you don't qualify for Medicare or Medicaid. Mm -hmm. yes. And so technically, since Marshallese are, are permanent residents and mm -hmm. not citizens, um, they don't get, they don't qualify. And, uh, and that's something that we see in the Latinx community a lot, right? Um, but you were referencing the bill that's in Congress right now. They're trying mm -hmm. to pass it to yes. try to get Marshall. Is that the Heroes Act? Yes, I think it's Heroes okay. Act. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, do you think that uh, the fact that Marshallese adults don't have access to healthcare uh, is like parallel to the effect of why so many Marshallese adults are passing away from COVID? 
like do they do they fear going to the doctor because they don't have the money to pay because they don't have insurance as well? Uh, I don't think so because our counselor have been coming out and speaking about how the hospital can treat you mm -hmm. if you have it because the hospital will take care of the bill. Mm -hmm. But it's still some people are worrying about to if they have a um, to pay to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So it's really struggle to our community mm -hmm. to listen and art for them to making sure yeah. they will be taken care of. Gotcha. Because of the payment. So the the Latinx and Marshallese community um, for the for the most part probably consists of almost a, a big part of like the poultry industry right like i feel like when you go to tyson when you go to georgie's when you go to cargill you mostly see latinx and marshallese within those those companies um i know that right now one of the things that uh organizations like venceremos is asking for workers um is they want uh the companies to for two weeks clean the entire plant and but still pay their workers so mm -hmm. that they can continue to put food and on the tables of their families which is super important for me it makes sense for them to do that you know like they can afford to mm -hmm. pay two oh, weeks yeah. come on they're millionaires mm -hmm. and unfortunately they haven't agreed to that they've said that they that they do clean the plant every day between shifts but there's still a lot of people that that are continuing to to uh, get this virus so something's not working mm -hmm. right um, can you talk a little bit about the the numbers that we're seeing of uh, deaths in the Marshallese community related to COVID? Yeah. Well, just based on what you know, like, what do you think is the biggest uh, cause of that? One thing in our community is word of mouth, like I said before. And if one die, everybody know. Mm. Because I may know them or my mom might know them. There's some connection there. And we know it right away, then the news. And at this moment, I think there is 30 plus mm. that already passed away of this. That's just in Northwest Arkansas, isn't it? It says in Northwest Arkansas, not God. include all Arkansas. So it's really sad because I think majority of the already passed away, there is some connection of a worker in the poultry. Mm. For example, I know one of the mother She's work at the poultry. I know two, two of the guy lost wife, but mm. they work at the poultry. I have known three that work in the poultry, already passed away. Mm. So there's a lot of connection to the poultry. And I think one of the thing, if they close the poultry, I think everybody will stay home and quarantine. Because we have a lot of them at this moment their child is sick, uh, they test positive, but cannot go to work at this moment mm. because they have to be with them. Mm. But the workplace have said, come back like five days. Or you get fired if you don't Yeah, show or use your point. So the point system is crazy at this moment. Yeah. Everything is crazy at this moment, but I think they need to step it up. This is the responsibility. Mm. Stop blaming the worker at this time. Mm. Because it's not a playing game time right now. Yeah, you could do more for the worker right mm -hmm. now. I mean, this. so what, and there's, you know, you can be as creative as you want to about it, but give people the time off right now. You don't need to shove them all in there. America has an overabundance of food. We have more food <laughs> than any other country in the world, yep. right? Nobody's gonna go hungry. Mm -hmm. uh, anybody that's going into a Walmart is going to find plenty of food. And they, they were using that as an excuse, too. They are. I mean, they were saying that the food supply is, is breaking. It's not. Yeah. It's there's. It's impossible to break because there are so many other industries that yeah. carry the weight of the food industry. Um, so it, it's not, we're not going to, you know, maybe instead of chicken breast, somebody's got to eat chicken thighs. Yeah. yeah. That's the only thing that's going to happen. You know? I'll have some salads, you know. Like, <laughs> if, it's, if it's for the, 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 like, the benefit fish. of... Mankind. We love to eat fish. There you go. There yeah, you go. like I, I um, so besides what you just mentioned, um, can you talk a little bit about the work that you're currently doing extra in the Marshallese community? I know you've been visiting people. 
and you've been uh, posting testimonies on social media. Can you can you share with us some yes. of those of yes. those testimonies of yes. some of the people that you spoke with mm -hmm. and, and where they're at? I'm um, speechless right now because the work I do it mostly will hurt some, but it will make some happy because um, enough is enough. Mm -hmm. We've been seeing this going for long. But uh, with the core, uh, pandemic, it need to stop. And the work need to be heard. The story need to be heard. It's really unreal for the worker to seek help when the, the plan is not helping them. But the work they spend most of their life working for the company. And right now, they really need help. And I've been doing a lot of a top worker, family worker of the Marseillaise community. Um, because most of the, my Marseillaise worker, language barrier, or they're shy to come forward, mm. to complain about stuff. If they go to mm. HR, nothing happens. They say, why we complain when we go there and we don't get a problem not solved? What mm. we can do? So I've been advocating for them in speaking and asking them to share their story so I can share to the world. Mm. So the world can open their eyes mm. and make um, movement with me so those company, poultry company, can stop this. It was funny because one of the workers that I interviewed and put his um, testimony online, Facebook, it's Cargill. And Carcliffe said his story is live because they said he did not make it up. But I did record everything. Mm -hmm. So it's funny now how they come back and say, we already pay him. When? Mm -hmm. After the story was mm -hmm. put online? So it's funny how they like come and like, we yeah. did pay him. But when? After the story was posted online. Mm -hmm. So people can see what you do to your worker. Mm -hmm. So that's crazy. There's, I think this is the easiest way and this fastest way to get problems solved right now mm -hmm. because we cannot wait longer because this pandemic is making people struggling at this moment you know i i heard there was recently there was a letter um going around um that was issued by the ceo of uh northwest regional hospital i think mm -hmm. the big one in favor but is that northwest regional uh washington regional washington regional that's yeah. right i was getting the two big uh, companies mixed up but the CEO he wrote this letter about the frustration that he was feeling because the, the hospital is almost at capacity right and um, there was a, a story about a Marshallese man that passed away and the the staff didn't know because of the language barrier they couldn't communicate exactly what happened right why couldn't you know family had questions what what happened to my to my family member and they couldn't they couldn't even share that information and they, they didn't know how to explain that you know we we what happened what was the medication they were trying to give um and again that's just like our government letting people down even yeah. in death even in death mm. you know we're we're it, it's not if we can't help them in life now we can't even help the family grieve afterwards mm -hmm. yeah um and those are just situations that you know it hurts and and, and that's why companies again tyson cargill these are the the nation's leaders in meat production right the world leaders so you know, I think it's really simple for us just to ask, be the leader. Yeah. Do something that the, the rest of the industry would have to follow suit if you mm -hmm. did, you know? Yeah, it's just unfortunate that they just don't listen, you know? Like there's, there's, been, there's been people doing this work for years and before COVID asking for other stuff, you mm -hmm. know, asking for, for the lines to be slowed down. Yes, because we'll we'll get be hurt. Using, yeah, we'll be asking for that. For and, many years. Yeah, the quotas because the quotas are the same right now, and mm -hmm. people are people are having to stay home to take care of their their loved ones, but the quotas are, are just as quick, and people you know, are aren't at work. Their, mm -hmm. their neighbors aren't there next to them on the line, so it's more work on one person, and that person's gonna get hurt. Definitely, definitely. Any other any other uh, stories you wanna you wanna mention in regards to like the people that you've been speaking to yes. recently? Yes, love to share a lot, but I think I'm gonna stick with the. The one that really important and 
um, make you listener to hack the of those that cannot speak. Mm. A lot of the poultry workers have family members. So if one of them in the household is sick and you're the worker and you're not sick, you're not getting paid for quarantine. So if you have family member of five and each family member of their own um, date of quarantine, if it's five, like 10 weeks, you will get only two weeks pay, but the other eight, you will not. So this is really struggling for the worker. I think the poultry work uh, business company need to step it up and make it easier for them also to claim their hour, not to make it like second body uh, work for them. Let you work making the hour for them, not uh, second body because it's really crazy with the pandemic right now. There's a lot of cases I can tell, but some of them, when your kid is quarantined, you cannot. You have to think which you have to do, go to work or stay with them. So it's made really hard for the Marshallese community worker, poultry worker at this time. That's so tough. Um, you, I think I saw something on social media too that you were, were you helping raise funds? Yes. Can you talk about that? Um, raising fun. If you want to adopt a Marshallese worker family, we have a lot uh, worker that are really struggling with their utility and rent. And this week, as we know, is uh, our bill and everything is due. So first um, of the month. Yeah, yeah, end of the month. So I'm trying to match a family worker to a donor as soon as possible, and hopefully, everybody will get some help this week and we're uh, we're talking to you all washington county liberals Bend county liberals out there that you know that want to be allies this is a good a good uh, opportunity for you to do so help sponsor a marshallese family during this pandemic um it's, it's gonna go a long way uh, and that's definitely a good way to show your allyship um and lbs i it, we're we're obviously in very difficult times right now and um, we don't know when it's gonna get better you know we're we're going to continue wearing our masks mm-hmm. everywhere we can. We're going to continue uh, washing our hands. I've used like my, my uh, I wash my hands every time I go to the restroom, right? Let's first let's make that clear. <laughs> first let's make that clear. Good, but good. my hand soap has been going by like so quick yeah. nowadays, you know, because I'm always washing my hands. Um, but while that is important to wear your mask and to wash your hands, it does not take away the fact that the poultry factories have to do better that just companies in general businesses have to do better with their employees but we specifically target the poultry factories in this situation because we see the direct impact that it's having on our communities Mm -hmm. so for the folks listening and i know there's going to be people listening that work at tyson georgie's uh, cargill um, and all these other companies and are in leadership positions this is a call to action to you let your workers be off for two weeks. Clean your plants to make sure that you can take away almost any trace of any, of any virus in the air. Pay your workers during those two weeks. Let them quarantine, let them come back healthy, let them take care of their kids who are also sick or family members that are also sick. You'll be saving so many lives by doing that. Like Manny said, be the leader in this situation, in this pandemic and, and do that for your company so that um, the workers can come back and continue to be um, continue to have continue to be employed and be able to feed their families i think that's the most important thing and that's that's our call to action today you know because we we all have family members or friends that work in these in these factories and we're worried about their health you know i get messages every week of children um, and i say children because they're like they're they're childs of of adults that work at the poultry factories and they say you know like i'm worried about my mom or my dad going to work like there's someone in that factory that has covid or there's so many people that have covid and my mom is like 60 years old Mm -hmm. and my dad is 70 years old and i worry about their health so we have to make the moral decision and uh take action and make sure that we um 
keep our workers safe. Mm -hmm. I think at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. Albius, where can people reach you if they want to make donations? Uh, they can um, reach me on Facebook on, or on my cell phone number, mm -hmm. which is 479-320-9982. That's how, that's how you know it's real. When I know. You, I would have given myself phone when number, you put, Albius went for it. When you, put, <laughs> when you put the phone number out live, <laughs> that's, Albius is serious. That's, that's, man, please, please reach out. Please Specs. reach out. Yeah. We but, really need help. That's many of as we can get. I always sit on my Facebook. Let's open all the door of opportunity at this moment during the pandemic for this work, for all the workers who are struggling and cannot sleep in thinking about their health and their utility, their rent, their car payment. And it's really suck. Yeah. yeah, it's tough. It's mm -hmm. tough. And we, we really appreciate you making the time to come here, Albius. And Pleasure share, to be here. And share that information that you shared with us today. And I want to take this moment to uh, just remember all the people that have passed away locally, mm -hmm. specifically within the Marshallese community, um, just to pay our respects to them and, and to know that we're going we're gonna to continue where they left off and, and fight to make sure that there aren't any more people. You know, because it's an injustice that people had to pass away mm. during this pandemic, specifically where it could have been avoided. And that makes me really upset. Um, but we will continue to fight for justice and to make sure that, that this doesn't happen to anybody else. And we'll continue to bring awareness to these issues whenever it does. So something can be done about it because we just can't be silent. Mm. And, uh, and major respects to you, Albius, for the work that you're doing, for being brave enough to talk about these things on your social media because um, I know there's re repercussions. But there's always going to be people that don't agree with what you're doing mm -hmm. or, or that are going to try to do bad to you because mm -hmm. of what you're doing. Yes. But to continue pushing forward and continuing to, to help elevate the voices of folks that, that are going through a very difficult time, a very scary time. Mm -hmm. um, so we appreciate you being here and uh, we'll gladly invite you within the next few months again so we can kind of get an update on, on how things are going in, in the Marshallese community. Uh, but that's it for the episode. Um, thank you all for listening. We're going to go ahead and leave you here. With, Como tata, everybody. Como tata. We're going to go ahead and leave you with a, uh, a song over the rainbow. Me and you and
Way 